And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. We are free. We're back. We're back. I'm sorry. Yeah, so many people have been flooding yeah. us with requests. God. Ashley Bloomfield was texting me like, hey man, I know these are the rules, but surely you guys can figure something out. Yeah, this is going to be the season finale of uh, yeah. of this season of Grifter of the Week. And then next time we're going to come back with maybe something a little bit different. Something nice and fresh for you. So with that out of the way, I guess we'll get on to our season finale grifters. Now, this is probably going to be the last ever Guess the Grifter for season one. Oh my god. Uh, we still don't have a jingle for that. Maybe yeah, we I don't, can. I don't have a guess the grifter. Maybe we can reach out to the community. Um, see we if could some fan wants. See to if a fan wants to send yeah. us a jingle or something because it would be good to have some music in here. I think. Yeah. But we're gonna play a game of guess the grifter, Joel. I guess I should just get into it. Please do. Bastard, orphan, son oh, no. of a whore and a Scotsman, mm. dropped in the middle of a forgotten spot in mm. the Caribbean by providence impoverished. Has anyone squalor? on a podcast like killed themselves live on air? The ten dollar founding father without a father got a lot farther by working a lot harder by being a lot smarter by being a self starter by fourteen. Eminem stank on it. Can I try? Can I try? Yeah, go, go, go. And every day while slaves were being slaughtered and carted away Across the waves he struggled and kept his guard up Inside he was longing for something to be a part of The I'm not saying that Was ready to beg, steal, borrow, or barter Then a hurricane came and devastation reigned I, I, I can't stress enough that Caleb isn't looking at the lyrics He's memorized so Um, fuck me dude Definitely. Alexander Hamilton, is that who we're? Yeah Oh my god. Alexander Hamilton. Not Lynn Morrell. It is Lynn Morrell. It, so it's Lynn Ma- Manuel Miranda yeah. is the name of the, the man that we're going to be focusing on. Probably less so Alexander Hamilton himself. Right. Uh, but just Hamilton as a play and as an institution. Well, as a, as a banger. Yeah. As, as some as some hip hop. Listen, I'm not gonna sit by while you facetiously like do the angle of like Hamilton's good. Well, yeah, you're not a fan of theater, Joel. I like a good musical. Sure. Okay. A good musical. A good musical. Yeah. And what do you think about uh, Hamilton? I think that Lin Manuel Miranda is an incredibly talented guy. Stop it. I genuinely do. I think that um, in terms of like writing a show and and composing songs, he's like an incredibly talented guy. However. You know, this is Guess the Grifter, so I obviously don't like him all that much. No. If you don't know what the issue with Hamilton is, because I think a lot of people can view Hamilton as kind of like a woke thing. People fucking love Hamilton. Hamilton is the Hillary Clinton of stage plays. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the Barack Obama's liberal era, like woke guy. Yeah. Uh, Because the cast, if you haven't seen Hamilton, are all non-white. Um, uh, mostly, I think. I think pretty much all not. Yeah. I don't think. Maybe there's one or two of them. I don't actually know. Sure. But um, the main of, cast. There's a couple of honkies thrown. Yeah. The, the, the main cast is like almost all non-white. Um, they aren't necessarily black, and that's something that is no, important. They are Puerto Rican. Yeah, not all of them, but uh, Lin Manuel Lin, Lin Morel, is yeah. a Puerto Rican guy. Yeah. And he has decided to write a stage play about the founding father, Alexander Hamilton. Yeah. Well, let's not beat around the bush. No, let's get right into it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Alexander Hamilton was a slave-owning racist, yeah. along with every single other founding father. Well, 99% of the uh, other founding fathers. And I think what, one of them wrote a thing that was like, hey, we shouldn't have slaves. And all the other ones were like, hey, man, shut up. They unanimously decided that slaves were subhuman. Yeah. That, I, that that is the like you, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. say that at least. Yeah. And you know, hip hop, uh you're a hip hop guy, Joel. You, you know a lot about it. 
I mean, I listen to hip-hop, yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if I'm not, like, a scholar or anything. But uh, would you describe that music as, like, maybe, like, revolutionary? Like I would describe hip-hop as a very important uh, genre of music for a community of people that um, historically didn't have a voice and now do yeah. through their art and through their music. That music has been specifically crafted yeah. by the oppression of yeah. the people in the story yep. that they're celebrating. Yeah, it's also like the lineage of blues to jazz. Yeah. Now, you haven't seen that. Hamilton. I've refused. I've seen clips of Hamilton, um, but uh, I got to like scene two. And the the um, suicide hotline called me, <laughs> and they were like, "Please yeah. turn it off right now. Cancel yeah. your Disney Plus subscription. You don't have to do this." Yeah, well, I did have to watch it. Yeah, otherwise I'd have be you a massive. So you've seen the well, whole I had thing. to have. Yeah, otherwise I'd be coming here and talking about fucking Hamilton without That's having horrific, seen it. Dude, and I didn't like grow an appreciation for watching it. It was exactly no. like you you know you would imagine it would be. Did you fucking hear the story about um? There's a rapper called Immortal Technique. And he went to high school with Lynn Morrell and really? he used to fucking beat him up really? all of the time. Uh, yeah. Well, yes, because Lynn Manuel Miranda is like a theater nerd. Uh, listen, I'm sure there are a lot of theater people that listen to the show and this doesn't apply to all of you. Yeah. But Lynn Morrell is a fucking loser. Oh my God. Okay. Well, he's good at... I think he's very good at what he does. Yeah, um, and what he does is be a loser. Yeah, and what he does is, like, jack off the Founding Fathers. Has he said anything about this? Like, about um, like, racism? He's, yeah, he, he was confronted in, like, one interview that I saw, and he said, like, look, this is a story about overcoming adversity, and that that's colorless and, like, all this kind of shit. Colorless. It was, yeah, it was incredibly, like, talking around the issue and not yeah. taking responsibility at all. Well, it's weird, because I didn't see any white people in those fields, brother. No, well... So it's not colorless, is it? My biggest issue with Hamilton is it's that you would expect the big crowd for it to be Republicans or whatever. Yeah, my biggest issue with Hamilton is with STDs. Nice. nice. <laughs> Very nice. A bit of New Zealand humor yeah. in there. Uh, it's just for, it's like it's like the least thought through woke stance I've ever seen. That's like yeah. this fucking. And I really do ask the question to everyone about Hamilton. If Hamilton had come out and it's exactly the same as it is now, exactly the same. Yeah. But they were white, all yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah. Imagine how uncomfortable you would feel watching that. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that. Yeah. And if your argument is is that them not being white like intrinsically changes that. Yeah. Um. Well, I would beg you to consider that they aren't African American. That's the thing. Uh, Here's my stance on this. I want to make it very clear. I understand that us white people have sort of screwed the pooch a little bit. Mm. And now there's like, if you're a minority at all, you're all sort of like a bit, you're a bit of a team. Yeah. You know, we've, we've sort of, we're sort of the, 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 the common enemy, right? Yeah. But let's be really, really clear. Puerto Ricans are not African American. Yes. And being Puerto Rican doesn't give you any authority over like no. changing African American history. No. And if you can manage to ignore that and see nothing wrong with it, then you'll really like it because it's a really well made musical. It's not. Uh, but it is ahistorical. Um, and I thought that we'd just qu quickly cover some like gruesome, awful shit that the Founding Fathers have done if you're averse to like hardcore racism too now. Um, I am also a first hardcore <laughs> racism, I just and like so to say. I will not be listening. <laughs> Alexander Hamilton did seem to do writings that seemed to indicate, especially in his youth, that he was upset with the idea of slavery. Yeah, but he's fucking logging onto Facebook and he's like sending one like and one prayer, like... Uh, yeah, he's not doing shit about it. You were in, you were like part of the team that founded a country yeah. and you were like, man, if only someone could do something Exactly, like and he married into the Schuyler family... Mm. who were incredibly uh like renowned for owning slaves right. he 
like bought and sold slaves for them. Yeah. And it seems historians have found out that he probably has bought slaves for himself in personal use, right. a couple of those as well. So is let's answer the question, is Alexander Hamilton an abolitionist? No. No. He didn't do anything about no. it and he only aided in slavery. He can abolish these nuts. And he was a really, really super racist guy who like had a lot of super racist things to say about black people in their anatomy. Right. Do you want to... Uh, no, I don't really want to repeat that. Just most... do it. Just do it. And then I'll isolate it. Yeah, I don't think so. That can be the clip, the trailer. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, in Hamilton, Hamilton's a bit of a chad. Yeah. And he fucks around. Yeah. He has affairs a lot. And yeah. they are the central drama, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Like writing a play where you just walk around and getting heaps of pussy is fucking so funny. Man. Yeah, I know. And he's like torn between all the pussy that he's getting, and he's like, yeah. "Oh God, this is so hard." And one of the uh, women that he is supposedly from Lin Manuel has like some some sort of unspoken affair with. Basically, yeah. the song is like we're like looking at each other and we both want it, but we can't have it. And if yeah. there was a different time, we would be like that or whatever. That is literally pulled out of Lin Manuel's ass, and historians are like, that never happened. And there's right. no there's such he's flimsy just evidence. Ri- he's just writing horny fan. It's literally about the shipping fathers. He's yeah. literally shipping Alexander yeah. Hamilton with this like chick from history, and it's like he is just a fucking tumbler goon who's written a Hamilton like fanfic. Yeah, um, and it's become massive. He people. is a Tumblr goon for sure. Oh, dude! But yeah, he he encapsulates a lot of this stuff. To be, okay, to to sort of lay off Manuel for a second, yeah. um, is a lot of the inaccuracies to do with the founding fathers are still in textbooks that they teach in American schools. Yeah, but yeah, for sure. And the founding fathers uh, have only really been like being criticized on a super public platform yeah. fairly recently, I'd say. Uh, and it's actually really well in America. Yeah, sorry, and everywhere else we're like, yeah, of course. Yeah, like, what the fuck are you talking about? But um, they need to be understood as, like, fairy tales. Like, yeah. So moving on to Thomas Jefferson, yeah. who's my least favorite of the, the crew. Yeah. He wrote the Declaration of Independence. Yep. So he wrote the words, all men are created equal. All men are created equal, yeah. Yeah. Not including woman. Woman. And not including any other race. He invented the swivel chair. Really? Yeah. Well, that's one point. And... He raped a 14-year-old child who was his property. I'm visualizing a set of scales. And on one scale, I've got a swiveling chair. Yeah. And I use a swiveling chair every day. We've got three of them in here. I I use a swiveling chair every day. Yeah. On the other scale, I have an absolutely brutal scene. I'm going to say... Yeah. Guilty. Guilty. I I tend to agree with you. Um, Yeah, he's celebrated as one of the more like because he's quite flamboyant in the mm. um show so like the 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 hamilton community see thomas jefferson as their like fucking queen they're like yes it's fucking thomas jefferson woo he's yeah the, um and it's like he's just the worst one like please do not think he's a fucking cool guy right. just because the guy the cast member for him is a really hot cool looking guy with an afro the founding fathers were so racist that irish people were too far for them yeah you know what i'm fucking saying yeah like, everyone has, like, a weird racist family member. Ask them about the Irish and they don't give a fuck, dude. You know how fucking racist you have to be to be against other mm. white people? Mm. That's a that's a tear above, man. That is A-plus racism. To look at an Irish person and be like, oh, no. So George Washington, well, we're only going to cover his teeth. He had how slaves, about, blah, blah, blah. How yes, about yes, yes. we put these marks away and I cover your teeth? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but, uh... 
George Washington famously in American textbooks, I think still, yeah. has wooden teeth. Yeah, I, I told you this. Right? You were the first person to yeah. tell me this because I remember watching like Teen Titans Go. And by the way, I tell everyone this. Uh, I was watching Teen Titans Go and they like get a time machine and bring up uh, George Washington. He's like, look yeah. at me, I have wooden teeth. Yeah. There is no wood in George Washington's teeth. No. Absolutely none. There's a bit of gold. There's a bit of brass. And then entirely the rest of it were teeth from extracted slaves um, that he would wear around. Oof, Just that's not quaint like wood. No, and it isn't Teen Titans approved, I don't think. No. Well, I don't know what Robin's... Well, it'd make Deathstroke look kind of all good, I think, in my <laughs> yeah, opinion. Yeah. He's not wearing slave teeth. No, that's teeth. like a horror movie. Yeah, straight. it is. It's crazy. Imagine oh, that. You took, you took someone from birth, yeah. sold them to someone else, yeah. forced them to do whatever you wanted, yeah. and then took their teeth? You couldn't leave them their teeth? Yeah, and then after that, you couldn't leave them their fucking music. You have to do yeah. the stupid breakdancing with your stupid teeth in. Well, it's like, because you famously, you know, George Washington couldn't lie. Like, imagine just being like, hey man, your teeth look good. And then George Washington's like, fuck. <laughs> well, I don't think it was a secret. I think people thought it was wood because it um, was they were, brown and awful. Yeah, because they're decaying teeth yeah, from other people's... Exactly. Oh. He's like fucking like Barbosa from Pirates of the Caribbean or <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, it's disgusting and awful. Now I want you to imagine him doing some cool breakdancing and dropping a hot yeah. fucking bar, you yeah. know? It's fucking awful. So that's George Washoe. Yeah. This is just a quote from a guy called Ishmael Reed, who's a uh, like black historian who sure. went to go and see Hamilton. Yeah. Um, he said... Writing a musical about the founding fa- fathers, um, like break dancing and doing hip hop and fighting for the freedom of slaves, yeah, is exactly the same as writing a Holocaust musical yeah, for sure. with an all Jewish cast celebrating yeah. the Nazis, yeah, for sure. Um, and then the reporter was like, Oh my god, you can't say that. And then the guy was like, Except the Nazis all agreed that the Jews were subhuman, yeah, whereas the founding fathers didn't even grant that to black people, they were just property, right? So it's like even yeah. worse, yeah, true. So, and that, yeah. So I just thought that was a really cool, edgy statement that I wanted to say. And here's the thing. I had all of these opinions having not seen the play. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, as someone that hates musicals, it feels good to win one. To be right. To win one of these. Because, like, I admit, maybe Into the Woods is too long, you know? Mm. But that's about where it stops with the harm to society. Yeah. You know? I want you to be Alexander Hamilton. I can't. Going. I, I morally refuse. And you've gone through a time machine. Yeah. And you're coming out to Broadway and you've got a ticket to watch the musical about your life. Yeah. How do you think? Here's what I do. Okay. You start doing the song. And I'll, there's someone standing ne- sitting next to me. Okay. He's We, we both traveled together. Okay. From the past. You, you, you do some rapping. All right. Um. How does a bastard, orphan, son of a whore and a Scotsman... How much dropped- for that one? Oh, my God. What? God, I never could have foreseen inflation would be this bad. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He would have been disgusted by the fact that he was being portrayed by colored people. Yeah. Even though they're wanking him off and celebrating yeah. how awesome he is the entire time. Yeah. He'd be like, what the fuck is this? Um, and I think that's the saddest part about it. Um, so for all that being said, we're not going to make the James Cook musical anymore. <laughs> no. Uh, well, it's funny you say that. because spent so much time on that. James Cook suffers from the exact same problem, doesn't he? Like in New Zealand. Could you, and I don't even like really want to like pontificate on this too much, but could you imagine for our New Zealand audience, maybe you don't give a fuck about the Founding Fathers. I'm sure you give a fuck about slavery. Could you just imagine for a second watching someone dressed up as James Cook Doing the haka. <laughs> Just imagine that feeling of like, 
like gross cringe and like anger. Yeah. Oh. Like that. Fuck, that's that's what this play is. Yeah. You know? Um. Well. The only acceptable rap. The only acceptable rap for the founding fathers is um, on the knuckles with a wooden ruler. Nice. Stop doing that, naughty yeah. boys. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um. I'll be honest with you, Caleb. I personally, my mental health has struggled with this show. Why? What? It's just, it's so negative and so cynical. And I just really can't the bring myself is. to do it anymore. So I don't have a grifter this week. No way. I have no, I don't have a Again. grifter. But I do have a person of interest. Okay. And I do have something I want to tell you about. And I, this is a comedy show. Yeah. But I'd like it if you could show me some respect. Okay. This is a new thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a new step in my journey. And I'd like to introduce you to this because I'd love you. I'd love to go on this journey with you together. Okay. Before we get into my person of interest, uh, there's some history that we need to cover. Sure. Okay. That a lot of people, it's been swept under the rug, you know. The powers that be don't want you to know this, but I'm here to tell you. The year is 600 BC. An Israelite named Lehi travels from the Middle East to the Americas. His descendants divide into two tribes, the Nephites and the Lamanites. The Nephites, initially more prosperous and religious, become corrupt over time Mm -hmm. and are locked into centuries of warfare with the nomadic Lamanites, who um, are the the ancestors Mm. of the Native Americans. Okay. Okay. That's the first. What does all that mean? Well, that's bookmark number one. All right. Okay. Bookmark number two. Fast forwarding a little bit to the year 33 AD. Okay. After his crucifixion and resurrection, Jesus Christ teleports to the Americas instead of returning to heaven, Mm. like the traditional Christians would have you believe. Yeah. And he starts preaching to the Nephites, and and thus creating a 200-year period of harmony and peace with the Native Americans. But eventually, they fall into conflict again. 385 AD, and bear with me. So sorry, the Native Americans would have remembered Jesus then? Yeah. Okay. The year is 385 AD. A Nephite prophet by the name of Mormon, and later his son Moroni, mm. who took up the task after his dad got brutally murdered by the Native Americans, writes the story of their people on some gold plates, mm. and then the Nephites are wiped out. Okay. Wow. The year's 1820. A heroic and brave 14-year-old boy knows that he wants to be Christian, but he isn't sure which church is the right one to follow. <laughs> Old Joe. Oh, you've heard of him? Yeah. You've heard of Joseph Smith? Joseph Smith. The prophet. Yeah, I have heard of Joseph The Messiah. All-American prophet, yeah. One spring morning, he goes into the woods and witnesses a pillar of light descending from the heavens, followed by an image of God and Jesus Christ, who forgave his sins and warned him that all the churches have strayed from the truth and that he should not join any of them. Should I just keep going down the timeline? Yeah, please do. And if at any point you, you think to yourself, this is a bit convoluted, and strange first of all mind your tone Mm. second of all i didn't write this no it's september 1823 Mm -hmm. smith receives a vision that there are golden plates buried near his house and that they contain ancient wisdom Mm. he finds the plates in a box just three miles from his farm but is told by moroni that he could not take the plates yet instead he must return on september 22nd for each of the next four years to be instructed on the mission God has in store. When Smith attempts to touch the box anyway, he receives a shock and is thrown to the ground. Uh-oh, holy shock. It is September 22nd, 1823, plus four years. They should have done that, sorry. They should have done that to the apple in the Garden of Eden. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, listen, primitive security yeah, measures. He learns there. from his mistakes. Yeah. Now, here's something you probably didn't know. Did you know the Garden of Eden was actually in, in Missouri. It was in Missouri. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is like, they started in America, mm. 
And then they went yeah. to Israel. Yeah, well, it was a Pangea. And then, they came, and then they came back. The continents, you know, they yeah. shift around. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't see yeah. everyone scrambling to own Missouri. No. You know? That's true. So I suppose then Joseph Smith's going to have grabbed these gold plates and they'll be in the museum today for all to look at. Well, here's the thing about sacred documents that have a set of rules that everyone has to follow. Yeah. Only one person's allowed to see them. Otherwise... <laughs> Smith successfully digs up the gold plates. Yeah. Warned by Maroney to not let anyone else see them. Yeah. He does show his mother oh. an unusual pair of spectacles with precious stones where the eyepieces would normally be. These stones are to help Smith translate the book from the reformed Egyptian in which it is written. Wait, so he's got like magic glasses that yeah. make him be able to read he's the Egyptian. He's got like, you know how Cyclops on his days off just has the red? Yeah. yeah. He's got that. So Joseph recruits a pal whose name um, I just edited up because he gives a fuck. Joseph and his pal spend quite a time translating these plates. Mm-hmm. And even gets a visit from John the Baptist, mm. who grants them the power. John Baptiste. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who, who grants them the power to use the gift of the Holy Ghost? They then found. Is that like Star Wars? Kind of. He's like Qui Gon's visited yeah. him, and he's learned how to like. Yeah, yeah. Sick. Okay. Almost exactly like that. Awesome. And both of them are real. <laughs> yeah. Um, they then, once and for all, found the final iteration. What started out as Judaism, mm-hmm. then became Christianity. Mm-hmm. Got a few DLC packs along the way. Yeah. You know, got some Protestant, got some uh, Catholic. Yeah. Um, but then now we have the definitive game of the year edition yep. religion of Christianity called the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Latter-day Saints. Latter-day Saints. Yeah, Latter-day. Yeah, that's how you say it. I've been going to fucking temple. So I know quite a bit. saying this shit wrong. <laughs> I know quite a bit about Mormons. Before we get into like, you know, the broad strokes of Mormonism and why I want you to convert. Mm-hmm. The definitive edition did get patched, you know. Yeah. Got a couple patches. Got an update. Yeah. uh, Necessary sometimes. Mm -hmm. Added a couple new features. Yeah. Uh, You can baptize dead people now. Oh. Um, And also you're allowed and sometimes even required to have multiple wives. Multiple wives. Yeah. Joseph Smith's wife, Emma, expressed opposition to the revelation that one has to have multiple wives, even though in the revelation... It expressly names Emma Smith and says that she has to agree with this. Ah. Which is like classic God stuff. Well, you're stuff. not going to argue with Maroney, are you? Classic God yeah. stuff. God will do that. To be like, and also Emma. You're you. You're listening to this? It's like you're in fucking <laughs> class. Like, hey, hey, Emma, paying attention to this? Yeah. You know? He, uh, here's the thing. Joseph Smith eventually had more than 40 wives, including several children. Mm. Therefore, making him a pedophile, and he was lying about everything. I tricked you. He is a grifter. Oh, well, you're not a Mormon at all. No. That tie you're wearing really threw yeah, me off. I have to take the, these undergarments off now. <laughs> I thought you were going on a mission and everything. Yeah. Um, Mormons love to go on missions. Before That's... we open up for discussion. Okay, sorry. Would you like to read the church's official refutal? Of Joseph Smith being a pedophile. Yes, please, please All read right. it to me. And then we'll get into the little uh, adventures, the little cycling trips. Yeah. Question, was Joseph Smith's marriage to a 14-year-old indicative of pedophilia? Answer. And pedophilia is in quotes. Yes. It is claimed by critics. <laughs> yeah, those pedophilia critics. That Helen was prepubescent when she was sealed to Joseph Smith at age 14. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that is therefore evidence that Joseph was a pedophile. Pedophilia describes a sexual attraction to prepubescent children. You know when you've got a solid argument when you're defining pedophilia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, 
There is no evidence that Helen ever cohabitated with or had sexual relations with Joseph. She only married him. Oh, never mind then. The use of the term pedophilia by critics in this situation is intended to generate a negative emotional response in the reader. Yeah. Pedophiles don't advertise their obsession, and they certainly don't discuss marriages with the parents of their intended victims. They do if it's allowed and they're making a religion. Here's the, here's the thing that gets me. Did Joseph tell this 14-year-old girl that if she didn't get married to him, she would go to hell for eternity? Yes. Yeah. Um, and then, Helen Mark Kimball was likely married near the end of the month of May in 1843. They're going to the day to figure out how old she is. Okay. And she was thus approximately 14.8 years old. Oh. 14.8 years old? What the fuck? 14.8. You know what that is? That's 14. Fucking guy. hell. 14.8 when she was married You're to Joseph Smith. you bringing in the Dewey Decimal System to try and clear <laughs> your name here. It's not going to work, man. Never round up the pussy. Yeah. And he is crafting a religion around having multiple wives. Yeah. Of, well, 40 of them, didn't he? There was one more thing that I think was funny. Here's the thing about having 40 wives. Uh, makes for being a great stand-up comedian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. My wife! Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Dude, that's so fucking good. So much good. material. Now I, uh, knowing that this religion is founded by a pedophile, how about we talk about their funny ties? Yeah. And also, I, I know, I know the correct term for them isn't Mormons and it's not the Mormon religion. How about you suck my penis? Have you seen the porn that's like... Oh yeah, Mormon porn is so porn? funny. If you've not seen Mormon porn, what it is, it's like a girl in a bikini, but they've put this like, you know, in primary school... To like learn how to draw circles, you had that clear piece of plastic that had all the different size circles. Yeah, it's like yeah, a stencil yeah, yeah, for circles. Yeah. It's like that, but instead of being uh, translucent, it's, it's opaque. Like opaque yeah. And it's like yellow. And it creates this illusion that um, the girl in the bikini is like naked. Yeah. Um, and they jack off to that. They also uh, engage in a practice called soaking. You heard of soaking? I've never heard of soaking. What soaking is, is the girl opens up her legs. The man puts his penis inside the vagina. And now she's still a virgin. Because he never, ever moves or wiggles. <laughs> wow. He just lays his penis in there. And just he's soaking it up. He's soaking. He's trying to create that, like, you know, when you're in the bath too long, yeah, your yeah, fingers yeah. get all pruny. Yeah, yeah, Here's the thing about soaking. Surely no one's coming from that. God, if, totally. No, are you serious? What? You it's, just put your penis in a vagina and just lay there Yeah, dormant. but these are all mega virgins. No, but he, here's the thing. And I'm sorry but you're not, okay? Mormons constantly sucking penis, eating vagina, getting fucked in the asshole, dormantly resting one's penis in the vagina. I think... Look, sex is like... No, but they're, they're ultra fuddy-duddies, man, and, and... Yeah, no, no, but they're, they are fucking, man. Yeah, no, they're, they're definitely coming from having a stationary penis inside of the pussy. If, if, you're, I, pu if you're putting your penis in when I was, and then fingering the clit, you are not a virgin. Uh, when I was, like, a virgin, yeah. I came from having a condom rolled down onto my penis That's yeah. and I, so I couldn't have the sex because the condom sort of the preparation for it caused yeah. me to come listen I'd never come ever let's be I clear I don't believe that. that I've seen the tissue stash I was in your room <laughs> <laughs> those are I have runny noses and allergies uh, that's true I don't yeah that is no it's genuinely true okay listen do I have a wank every now and then? Yes. But those tissues are for my nose, okay? Okay. So just you have be clear cut. about that. But I got circumcised at like age 13 mm. and I just have no feeling in my penis. The idea of soaking is like, I'd be soft in seconds. Yeah. Also, we can edit this out because it's gross. But um, <laughs> yeah. you know when you're like...
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's disgusting. Um, and yeah, and you said an interesting thing at the start of the segment, and that is surely the Native Americans would remember, and they did it because, because uh, that's another thing. Uh, uh, explicitly, the the religion is racist because it's built upon the idea that uh, there was two like basically Jewish yeah. Middle Eastern um, like people mm. that came to America. And then one started out like good and religious, but ended up bad in the end. But they started out good. And so they remained white. And then one of them, the Lamanites or whatever the fuck, were bad. The Nephites, yeah. The, no, the Nephites were good. Oh, the Nephites were good. Allegedly. And then the Namites were bad. Mm. And that's why they got cursed. The Irish. With their darkened skin. Uh, that's, oh. in, that's, that's in their fucking thing. I see. So if you want to cycle around and spread the word of a racist pedophile, which I guess is any fucking religion, Every religion at this yeah. point. Sorry for a bit of a Ricky Gervais uh, yeah. <laughs> moment there. Then fucking go right ahead. But geez Louise, man. Uh, for those who don't know, which is, I guess, everyone, mm-hmm. uh, this is, in fact, my last Grifter segment. Yeah, Moving forward, we're going sad. to a strict uh, one Grifter per episode policy. Um, and therefore, this being my final Grifter, this is also my final fun fact segment. <gasps> oh, I'm going to get emotional, man. This is my favorite bit of the show. Uh, I want everyone to go ahead and put their yoga pants on. All right, one second. Because uh, we're about to start stretching. You know? Oh, this is the yoga pants I have with the tear in the middle. <laughs> the classic porn yeah, hub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, by the way. Yeah. Like, if I ripped, like, Lara's yoga pants for the so purpose angry. of having sex with her one so time. So angry. Ooh, pissed off at me. Jesus. Yeah. If not immediately, definitely afterwards. Yeah, definitely afterwards. You know how fucking expensive yoga pants are? Well, if they're good, they shouldn't rip like that anyway. Well, I guess that's why you have to cut them like they do in the Yeah, well, they fake that shit. Here, I only found two fun facts this week. Okay. Here is the first one. And as always, just for you. <laughs> Mormons are a great believer in the house of Israel, which alongside the kingdom of Judah used to make up the united monarchy of Israel. Israeli president Isaac Herzog came out against the practice, however, calling it a redundant phrase as all houses are houses of Israel. <laughs> uh, yeah. I like this. We should do one jab at Israel per podcast, yeah. I think. Yeah, go on. Um, and to be clear, don't mind Jews, don't like Israel. Here's another fun fact, and this is my final fun fact of the season and most probably the show. You know? I'm, I'm so excited. Please hit me with it. So with that being said, I must have spent a lot of time. Yeah, it's and I must be a have doozy. Re- really crafted something here. Karen Payne is going to love to listen She's to gonna this She's going to love well. this one. <laughs> I like to finish things like I started. Yeah. Mormons believe that God, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Ghost all exist as three separate individual beings. This is known in Mormon society as the Godhead. This is confusing, however, Mm. as in New Zealand society, Godhead is known as a series of techniques invented by your mom. Thank you. Wow. What a way to round out the season. And now, um, let's, for the final time, Mm-hmm. Rank these bad boys because we're also retiring that segment. Yeah, no more ranking. None of you fucking listen to it. None of you like it. No. So let's really quickly, and then we, I guess we can just read the whole thing out at the very end. Very quickly, where are we putting? Um, where are we putting these bad boys? Lin Manuel Miranda to yeah. start with. I'm like very personally offended and disgusted by what he's done, and he's done a lot of damage to um, the narrative yeah. about American history. Yep. However, he's probably not like Mark Zuckerberg, is he? I want to tuck him in actually under Mark Zuckerberg and Jim from The Office. He's a Jim from The Office level bad yeah, guy to he's, me. Yeah, because he's worse than yep. Police 10-7. Yeah. Um, Lynn, 
Who gives a fuck? And then where are we putting Joseph Smith, the sick junior? Sorry. Well, here's the thing about Joseph Smith. Lin-Manuel Miranda isn't so much a grifter as much as a man who I politically disagree with. (laughs) Whereas Joseph Smith is one of, he's a prime grifter. Yeah, he's like an old school grifter. He's a super, super grifter. I kind of feel like putting him maybe at number one. I don't know if I feel comfortable putting him at number one. You don't think he's done more damage than Andrew Wakefield? Ooh. There are well, the issue is tens... that we didn't really cover is that Mormons own a lot of property and money. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like Scientology a little yeah. bit. There are tens and they're millions. very influential. Tens and millions of Mormons. But then anti-vaccinations. Oh, that's so tough. Pedophiles. How about pedophiles. You know what, Joseph Smith? Yeah, fuck you. So I guess we can only conclude that the winner of season one, <laughs> yeah, is this fucking guy over here. That being said, for the final time. Season one, Grifter of the Week. Here is our ranking. It's definitive. We've thought about it a lot. There yeah. is no inconsistencies. Yeah. It goes like this. Number one, Joseph Smith. Number two, Andrew Wakefield. Number three, Almer didn't write his last name for some fucking reason. Number four, Australia. Number five, Dr. Jordan Peterson. Number six, Elon. Number seven, Mark Zuckerberg. Number eight, Lynn Morel Miranda. Number nine, Jim from the office. Number 10, funnily enough, police 10-7. Therefore, we have number 11, Pete Evans from My Kitchen Rules. Number 12, Ace Family Vlogs. Number 13, Earth 2. Number 14, The Tulpa Community. And number 15, my personal best friend. Yeah, friend of the show. Friend of the show, the season finale losing Mitchell. Yeah. God, he really came last. Yeah, he super came last. Well, hey, thank you so much for uh, making the season of podcasting with me, Joel. It's been yeah, great. Yeah, thank you very much for coming along. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, Expect a more polished show yeah, in the future. Um, it's been it's been really fun and surreal and weird that like people actually listen to this. We hit number one in yeah. the comedy improv charts in New Zealand. We charted in Britain. We charted in Australia. We charted in the comedy category. Yeah. Um, you know, there was a time we were ranked higher than all all of the podcasts that are the reason that I got into this sort of stuff. Yeah, that was a big moment. Yeah. That was really, really cool. And, and let's be clear, like, they have way more downloads than us. Um, And yeah, then we got fucking sent into lockdown the day we hit number one. Mm was locked down um so we haven't been able to put episodes out for like almost a month now um but if you listen to this yeah man just thank you very much and um yeah i'll see you next season happy grifting everyone happy grifting i can't stop seeing grifters set these tokens non-fungible you can't fungge them, must blank. They haunt me in my dreams. So I did just a couple over my chest. I'm a daily Twitter. Like, I'll piss my pants yeah. right in front of you. Let go of the means. You want all challenge you to an MMA fight right now. Mr. Grifter Hello, this is Jordan C. Peterson Ah, yes Yes It's the final scene Those pants he also used to be Used to be (laughs) Goodbye, Mr. Grifter You're, You're asking me to believe That this 
stupid fucking gorilla was like picking, watching three new. I am finally free. I'm aware, Mr. Grifter, what it is you put together in the entertainment you put together, and just not something that I want to get involved in. Thank you.